Have you ever said to yourself, I have so much on my plate. How am I going to juggle it all? Maybe you've said, how do I find balance in my life with everything that I have to do? Many times we have this idea that our lives need to be perfectly balanced. But today, I want to offer you a different way to look at balance or to redefine balance, if you will, and what it might look like in your life. No more guilt about trying to find that perfect balance because honestly, that balance doesn't exist. Are you ready to make a change in your life but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic is something that I have personally been working on for a really long time. I remember sitting across from my therapist and crying to her just about the guilt that I had around the lack of balance in my life between being a mom, a wife, owning my own business, volunteering in my church and community, plus making dinner every day, driving kids around, and then finding some time somewhere to exercise and take care of me. It just felt so overwhelming. And I felt like I was failing at everything in my life. I felt stuck and I felt hopeless. Today, my husband, Jared, is joining me on the podcast, and I am so excited to share this conversation with you because I'm hoping that it can help you just like it helped me. Ladies, what's going on? Hey, welcome to the show. You might be here on YouTube. You might be here on the podcast. Either way, we are stoked that you are here. We are so excited to have you today. And thank you so much for giving us your most valuable resource. That is your time and that is your attention. I'm here, you know, Dr. Jared here with my better half, Coach Camille. And we're going to talk about something that is so relevant for moms, especially. This is something that we get asked, especially like in our small group coaching all the time. It is the subject of balance. Yeah. Now, as a mom, as a busy mom, we have four kids. I don't know. I've lost track of how many LLCs we run out of this house. <laughs> what is balance? Why do we seek for balance? What does balance mean as like a busy mom? You know, for me, it used to be having equal and even and all parts of my life. Yes. Like equal and even parts sleeping, equal and even time spent with each kid, equal and even time spent with you. Yes. Equal time spent on my business or with myself. Like actually myself, I was out the window because I had the most care of everyone. Yeah. put themselves less. Yes. And so I always saw as like scales. I had to do what I could to equal them out. Everything so needed, to be needed to be balanced. Equal. And balanced. Yes. Who could relate? Right, ladies, do any of you feel that same way too? It's this idea that we have their lives need to be in balance. And I heard it described one time, and I actually do agree with this to some degree. If you think about your life as a wheel, and you think about how you have different areas of your life that would be the spokes on that wheel, and these are your roles that you have to fulfill or your responsibilities. One of those spokes is motherhood. One of those spokes is being a wife. One of them is being on the PTA. One of them is helping in your church service. One of them is working professionally. Another one might be finances. There are all these different roles that we play. And a lot of us think that in order for that wheel to roll perfectly, there needs to be this perfect and even distribution of time and effort with each and every one of those spokes. But that's not 
always the case, right? <laughs> Let me ask that question. How many of you, if we were to draw that analogy right now, what would your wheel roll like? <laughs> right? Like if we drew the wheel on there, it's empty. <laughs> Am I right? It, that wheel probably wouldn't roll very well because of what you said. And you said, again, these are moms that come to us and say, like, I just feel like life is out of balance. But what are they looking for? Like, what is that traditional meaning of the word balance? And how does our definition maybe vary a little slightly? So what's the traditional balance? A balance is a perfect wheel. Yes. A wheel that just rolls like seamlessly, like well, not one. Everything is perfectly aligned. And I used to sometimes feel like, okay, I'm crushing it with my kids. Like that spoke is huge and doing awesome and my kids are doing great. And then I'd look at my relationship with Jared and be like, oh, that is the tiniest little spoke of all time. Getting a little spoke. We don't have time to spend together and to work on us. And there were seasons of life where my taking care of my physical body, the spoke was huge, but then other times where it was tiny and I realized my mental health didn't even have a spoke. And so everything that you're describing, and here's the point that I want to get to, here's, I want to pull out of this. Okay. Everything you're describing is a quantity. Yes. Everything that you're describing is I want all of those spokes to be perfectly even in length. And we can translate that into meaning we want that to be perfectly even in time. Yeah. But we were talking about this just barely before we pushed record. And you brought up a really good point. We have eight hours to sleep. Yeah. And then, you know, okay, we get eight hours of sleep. Oh my God. Does anybody really get eight hours of sleep? You're supposed to sleep for eight hours. We're supposed to be at work for eight hours. And that leaves eight hours to do everything else. Yeah. Right? And so you have to fit time with husband, time with kids, cooking. I guess you're probably going to go to the bathroom at some point. <laughs> All Laundry. of the other right. things. Yeah. Like, okay, like taking care of the house, having hobbies and interests. You're supposed to divide 40 of those things amongst the other eight hours that you have available congratulations, you get two minutes for each one of those. And if you don't have two minutes to spend in each one of those areas, you're not living a perfectly balanced life. Yeah. Again, that's kind of the traditional sense of how we think about it. One of the quotes that I really like, it's by Gary Keller. He wrote a book called The One Thing. He says that balance is a lot of times seen as something that we ultimately attain. But the point that we need to make is that balance isn't something we attain. Rather, it's something that we constantly do. It's yeah. not the finish line. It's the actual race. You're never going to achieve balance. You're never going to get to that destination. What we should do is pursue that as we go. One of my favorite definitions, one of my favorite things that I've ever heard about this is its analogy. It's true of sailboats and it's true of airplanes. Sailboats and airplanes are actually on course, on the exact course. If you're trying to get from point A to point B, sailboats and airplanes are on course less than 5% of the time. It's actually, they're a little bit off course, so they make a little bit of a course correction to come back. And maybe they go a little too far. And then it's ultimately, they're going to end up, because of those steady and consistent course corrections, they're going to end up at that final definition. And so if we're never going to have enough quantity of time, what do we need to start to look for instead? Right. What we need to start to pursue. That's how we feel because we all want that balance. We all want to feel like our spokes are the perfect length. And so how do we achieve that? What's the solution if it's not quantity? So, and again, another quote that I'm going to throw out from this. Okay. The one thing, a selfless like endorsement here. It's one of my favorite books, right? 
Gary Keller, again, the one thing he says, the reason why we shouldn't pursue balance is that the magic never happens in the middle. The magic happens at the extremes. And I love mm. that idea. Okay, so let's, Dude, dive, down. let's dive into it a little bit. <laughs> and so you mentioned earlier a scale, right? And yeah. How the pursuit yep. is to have the two ends of that scale to balance out, right? Yeah. We could also draw the analogy of a teeter-totter. Okay. okay. So like, yep. let's say you have two people sitting on a teeter-totter and it's perfectly balanced. Okay. What is happening on that teeter-totter? I think there's no motion. How excited are the people to be on that teeter-totter? None of that. What kind of motion and action and activity is taking place? None. Nothing. Because a lot of time, your focus and your time and your attention is so divided amongst all of these areas. There's an old Chinese proverb from Confucius, he who chases two rabbits catches none. And if you're so concerned about trying to balance all of these areas, <laughs> nothing of significance actually happens. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so if we get on that teeter-totter, let's say now, like we put our youngest, our little six-year-old on one end, and let's say we put big old dad on the other end, and I can control how high she goes and how fast and up and down. It's radically imbalanced. But what is happening on that teeter-totter? That's good times. We are having a bluffist, right? She's going up and down and there's motion and energy and fun that's created, excitement that's created by that. What if we started to treat balance the same way? Rather than going for this perfect balance of quantity, what if we true instead we pursued a balance of quality time? Meaning, let's say that if I'm at work, but my heart and my mind and my brain are being at home, I'm not going to have a very productive day. Yeah. But then when I get home at the end of the day, all of a sudden I start to think about everything that I should have done at work. Where is my heart? Where is my brain? Where is all that? All of a sudden it becomes at work. And I'm using those are examples that are easy for me. Perhaps you can say those like with your kids or with your husband. Maybe you're on a date night, but you're thinking about your kids. Or maybe you're in the gym and you should be, you know, working out, like focusing on that. But you're focused on what's going on at work. Or there's a lot of different examples. There's a lot of different areas that you can pull out of this. I thought of one with me. I want to be with my kids. I want to spend time with my kids. But sometimes I'm scrolling on my phone. And my brain and my heart are wondering. Moms don't do that. What's going on on social media? They scroll on their phones, right? Like my kids get just a sliver of right. And so then, how do you feel about that? Not great. Not great. Okay, this is perfect. Okay, kids are playing on the floor. They're being good. They're entertaining themselves for just a second. It's an excuse for you to pull out your phone. Yeah. And just like, okay, hey, I got some mom time now, right? Me time. You pull out your phone. But then at the end of the day, how do you feel about the time that you spent with your kids? Not great. You said I wasn't really there with my kids. Okay. Maybe physically I was, but my brain and my heart were somewhere else. And so point being, if we stop pursuing this quantity of time and start to pursue quality time instead, which has the greater impact. So let me ask you, I'll ask you to you this way. Okay. You have an hour of time with your kids that you spent on your phone, or you have 15 minutes with your kids spent all in, present, playing with them, engaging, talking, interacting. Which is more important to you? Which has the greater impact for you as a mom? Those 15 minutes uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. But also, 
that has the biggest impact on the kid. Okay, that was going to be my next question. So can we do it? Which has the greatest impact on your kids? An hour with mom sitting on the couch on her phone or an hour with mom talking, conversing, playing, yeah. like whatever that is. It was like. 15 minutes with mom. Oh, did I say an hour? I meant to say 15 minutes. Yeah. Yes, 15 minutes with mom talking, conversing, playing. Yeah. There's not a balance for the quantity of the time that you spend. Yeah. But if you take what little quantity you might have and go all in on improving the quality, I promise that's where your life will start to change. Oh, that's so good. So quality over quantity. Okay, I love that. Okay, so here's another idea that I thought of. Our family vacations. Yes. So right before we're getting ready to leave, because you and I are both self-employed, entrepreneurs, own our businesses, we have this radical imbalance preparing to leave because we want to get all our work done before we go so that when we are on vacation, we can play and be present and be full in and not have to be on our phones and not have to be on computers. And so it's... Super unbalanced before we go, but then it's super unbalanced while we're there, right? Right. And so again, it's these periods of, we call it radical imbalance. I'm going to go all in at work for the week leading up to the vacation. And sometimes it's hard because sometimes so kids will be like, hey, dad, can we do this? Or you'll even say, hey, can we do that? You try to budget that in a little bit, but ultimately the goal is I'm going to go all in right now at work so that I can get all of the work done. That when I'm on vacation, the goal for us is to leave our computers at home. Yeah. The goal for us is like when we're on vacation, we want our kids to feel like they are the most important people in the world and nothing else matters except for them and the time that they have and the memories that we create. Now, if we didn't spend that time radically imbalanced in work before the vacation, what would we be doing on the vacation? We wouldn't be we'd, be on, we'd be checking emails. We'd be on our phone. We'd be doing social media. We'd be doing all the things that require our job to continue to go because we weren't all in on our jobs before. And therefore, we weren't able to go all in on our family. Again, it's the teeter-totter. If you're seeking this balance, it becomes very frustrating. It becomes very difficult. But if we can swing some momentum and create some motion to it, all of a sudden life starts to become very exciting. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so here's what I want to know, okay. because I understand that there has to be those periods of radical imbalance. But how do you prevent from going to the extreme? How do you keep Such from going in too far? Because you and I both know people who have taken it way too far. And then it's almost like they can't come back yeah. because they've neglected too much yeah. or let go of too many things. So how do you prevent that? One of the best definitions that I've ever heard, and again, this is speaking of those moments of radical imbalance in your life. Don't go so far to one extreme that you can't find your way back, but don't stay there so long that when you do come back, nothing is there waiting for you. Oh, because again, I mean, you hit a right huh. on the head. This is the individual who works 60, 70, 80 hours a week yes. at work, but does that for two, three, six, 12 months on end. And then when they complete that project or whatever it is that they're working on, it's like, okay, I can breathe. I'm going to come back to my family. They find the family isn't there waiting for them anymore because they didn't ever taught her. All, they, if all you did was teeter and you never taught her. There might not be anything waiting there for you when you get back. And so periods of radical imbalance. I don't want your life to get radically imbalanced, but I do want to give you permission. You don't need permission from me, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. 
to go all in on work for a period of time or to go all in with your husband, get away with your husband for overnight vacation and don't feel bad about that. Go all in with your kids, maybe put the phone down for just a minute and jump all in with them and realize like that will ultimately lead to more fulfillment than you'll ever experience otherwise. I think I had to learn this when it came to taking care of me. Oh, I had good. to be Don't leave self care off in this. Yeah, thank you so much. That's such a good point. I got to be okay with not being all in on taking care of my kids and my family all the time. All things to all people all the time. Yes, that's what moms do. That's it's in our genetic makeup. I swear. Absolutely. And so I had to be okay with taking this little bit of time, having a little bit of radical imbalance in my life, 20, 30 minutes a day where I spent taking care of me. And that meant 20 or 30 minutes less time to clean or 20 or 30 minutes less time to spend with my kids or whatever that was. And I want moms to understand that radical imbalance doesn't mean you go one way and you stay there and then maybe you flip the other way. Like it's not an either or, but it's an and. And that teeter and totter can happen throughout the day. It it does happen. Throughout the hours. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that you're never going to be perfectly balanced. That teeter-totter is never going to stand still, but just keep going. Keep the motions going, the back and forth. That's so good. One of my favorite quotes was Einstein, and he said, life is like riding a bicycle, and the only way to keep your balance is to stay in motion or to continually move. To be continually moving forward is how you remain in balance. And so, yes, like to Camille's point, And like, even just like that 30 minutes a day that you took for yourself. I remember when you started to do that because (laughs) all of a sudden it was like a different person started to show up. It was like you showed up for yourself first and then you became this better version of yourself that you were then able to show up for your kids and for me and at work in all those areas of life. It became like this better balance, getting back to the spoke idea, (laughs) right? It became this better balance of spokes, but not quantitatively, qualitatively. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So let's make it practical. Let's make it applicable. How do you apply this for moms? Like what are maybe some solid techniques or some things that you've used to find more balance day to day? It's not going to happen overnight. I will tell you that. This is something that is going to have to be in baby steps. And It's going to take consistency and figuring out what works for you. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to jump in, putting in reps. When you think about like weight training or strength training, let's say you're doing an exercise that you can do five pounds. The more reps you put in, the more repetitions you do, the more you practice that, the stronger that muscle becomes that eventually you can handle 10 pounds and 15 pounds and so on and so forth. And so like what you're describing here is like, give yourself some grace, realize that this doesn't happen immediately overnight, but if you can just start small, but do that consistently, it eventually becomes easier. I totally just jumped right in. Sorry. I'm nope. so excited when I talk about weight training. That is perfect. Okay, because, I, because that's something Jared and I say all the time, like, oh, just putting in the reps. Like even for this podcast and YouTube channels, we get started like figuring it out. We don't know what we're doing, but we're putting in reps that's eventually going to lead us to become a little bit better and figure this thing out. So put in some reps and try some different things. Recognize it's going to take some time to figure out what this looks like for you. For me, it came down to managing time. Oh, no, actually you can't manage time. So it's not a time management thing. It's a self-management thing. 
managing yourself and how you use your day. And so for me, I had to get really honest with myself about how I was using my time. How many Netflix shows was I really watching every day? Instead of, is there something else that I could be working on or accomplishing or doing? Not that Netflix is bad. There's a time to play. But could I watch a Netflix show while I walked on the treadmill to knock out that thing that I wanted to do for myself to get an exercise? I had to manage myself in the way that I used my time a little bit smarter. One of the things that I love, and we talk about this all the time, like there are no good behaviors and bad behaviors. There are simply behaviors that lead to an outcome. Mm -hmm. And depending on what outcome you're after, those paths look very different. And so if the outcome that you're after is to sit and watch Netflix, you can't be upset when you take that path and don't get to the fitness goals that you had or the relationship goals that you had. And so like finding that balance is again, identifying also where that end result is that you want to ultimately arrive at and then picking a path that's going to be conducive to that. And if you realize that watching the shows or scrolling on social media isn't leading to the ultimate desired destination, then maybe that's the first place that you start. If you want a better relationship with your husband, but you spend your time, you know, looking at your phone, (laughs) again, not a good behavior or bad behavior, simply a behavior that leads to one path or to the other. And so I think like coming to that realization, getting very real with yourself about what outcomes you're after, what goals you want to ultimately accomplish, and then figure out how to reverse engineer that. And then you can kind of prioritize those things to find this qualitative balance that we've been talking about. Oh, so good. I think another thing that really helps me as I was trying to figure out how to have more balance in my life was kind of setting boundaries around me and my time. This is so good. Yeah. And it was saying no to a lot of things and then saying yes to other things. Which, can we dive into that for just one second? Yeah. Because you are the ultimate yes girl. Camille loves to please people. I am a people pleaser. And like, if you ask Camille to do anything, she will do it for you immediately, oftentimes at the sake of her own health or her own goals. Or I mean, like there's a lot of things that go into that. So that's been something that you really had to work on. Really? Ladies, everyone who's listening to this, you don't need her permission, but we're giving you permission to say no. You don't have to be everything to everyone all the time help out where you can, but there is importance. There is value in saying no. Yeah. And there's a time and a place. There's seasons of life where you can do more for other people. And then times where you should reel it in, make sure that you're taking care of yourself through those seasons. So saying no to certain things, but then also saying yes to things such as behaviors and choices that will lead me to the outcome that I want. So for example, You and I worked really hard on our relationship because we had a good marriage, but we wanted a great marriage. And so for us, that meant we don't actually watch a lot of shows on TV. Kind of lame. We don't know what's popular. We don't. We have no idea. We don't know what shows, but because we found that when we would sit down and watch a show on Netflix or TV or whatever, one of us would fall asleep. It was me. If you're listening to the podcast, both of our fingers are on Camille right now. We didn't ever talk. We just sat down and crashed because we were so tired at the end of the day. And so now one of our favorite things to do at night is we get the kids to bed and then we just walk circles around our neighborhood and talk and we connect or we'll sit on the couch and face each other. 
Jared usually will rub my feet and we'll talk. I've got a good one, ladies. I know. (laughs) We'll talk and we connect. And instead of spending that 21 minutes watching a show, we spend that 21 minutes connecting. And that small change of saying yes to connecting with Jared and no to watching a show every night has completely set our relationship in a different trajectory. Oh, you nailed that. That was so good. I think it like said another way. The difference between quantitative time with each other, watching a show, and a qualitative time with each other, engaged in conversation, going on a walk, holding hands, talking about like how each other is doing, has made all the difference in the world. It's led us to a completely different destination, and it's been amazing. And sometimes, I really do just want to sit and watch a show, and sometimes we do. Totally. There's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. It's just going to lead you to a different destination. And so we try to find a balance between all of it and there's a place and a time to work both of that in absolutely those are so good and so again we just wanted to jump on here and share some of the thoughts some of the things that we've learned about balance yeah so this topic of balance this is something that comes up regularly in our small group coaching groups that we run and so we thought that hopefully it would help you know someone out there out as well and so those small group coaching groups that we do, it's momentum coaching, and it's just, it's wonderful. It's, it's like one of our favorite things that we do. And these are the types of conversations that we have. That's fascinating. In the Mommy Tummy Fix program, that's the program that we created to help women to rehab their stomach, strengthen their core, and lose weight, baby weight, again, quotation figures, after pregnancy. And what's fascinating is a lot of women will buy that program with those goals in mind. But what's interesting is when we break into these small group coaching experiences, these are the types of conversations that we end up having because the ladies will say like, yeah, you know, I'm doing the workouts or I'm trying to eat, eat better, but I can't figure out how to do it because it's taking time and it's pulling me out of balance. And these are the types of conversations that we have. And what's fascinating tagline that we like to use is if you fix the space between your ears, then everything else kind of below your head tends to follow suit. And so a lot of people just kind of give that backwards. They start with trying to do the physical, but if you do the mental in addition to that, results are significantly better. So again, that's Momentum Challenge group coaching or it's Momentum group coaching that we run. If you want to learn more about that, you can head over to mtfchallenge.com. We only open that up periodically. We only open that up four times a year, every quarter. If you head over there and if it is closed, we would encourage you to join our wait list. There's a wait list that you can jump on. You will be the first ones notified when the next group coaching experience is open for you. So if you're interested in that, head over to mtfchallenge.com to learn more about it. Is there anything else that you want to finish with? No. I just hope that this idea of balance, the baby are looking at it a little bit differently now, that it's not something that just seems so unattainable, but that it's something that you can start to work towards That's today, so that quality balance in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. When you think about it qualitatively, you can absolutely do it. So ladies, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, Make you. it happen. We'll see you again soon. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, head over to themommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.